Hello and welcome to the Pick Up Your Cross daily podcast where we get spiritually fit with your host, yours truly, Trainer Mitch. So today we are going to be in chapters 4 of Matthew and this is where Jesus gets tempted by the devil or Satan or the evil one, whatever you would like to call him. Uh, I usually like to prefer to call him the evil one because there's a lot of different words uh, originally speaking, from like the Hebrew language or like even Greek or um, all those old languages that mean devil. And there's a lot of different cultures that don't necessarily believe in God or Jesus that talk about devil. Um, so there's tons of different words for it. So I usually like to say the evil one. Um, That's my favorite. Um, Satan usually seems to be a good word to describe him. That's the one that's used the most in the Bible. And that usually refers to the specific person who is the evil one. Uh, Because there's tons of evil devils. There's tons of different types of devils. But there's only one leader of the legion of devils, which is Satan. Uh, Some people say Lucifer. I don't really agree with that necessarily. I think that's a little bit different. Um, But anyways, I call him the evil one. So the evil one is tempting Jesus after his 40-day fast in the desert. So this is right after he gets baptized by John the Baptist, and the the heavens open, and uh, the Spirit of God descends like a dove upon him. And then after this, he's filled with the Spirit, goes to the wilderness, and uh, he is to be tempted of the devil. And he's fasting for 40 days, 40 nights. He's hungry. And one of the first temptations is Satan says, hey, why don't you uh, just turn those rocks to bread? You can eat them. And Jesus is like, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And so the devil's like, all right, whatever. Um, Let's go over here. So the devil takes him up into the holy city and setteth him on a pinnacle of the temple. And he says, well, why don't you just jump off because uh, the angels will catch you because that's what it says in, in the Bible. Um, so why don't you do that? And Jesus is like, no, it's written that thou shalt not tempt the Lord your God. And again, the devil taketh him up into exceeding high mountains and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world. And the glory of them, which is, I think, is very interesting. So I'm going to pick that out once I finish this. And he says unto him, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me. Then says Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan. That basically says, Get out of here. For it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. So that's also another part that we'll talk about. So imagine being of somebody who's starving, and you're getting tempted by somebody who's like, hey, well, you know, you have the power to just make some bread. Why don't you just eat some bread? It's like, no. And he's like, well, okay, well, why don't you prove yourself to be the Son of God? And jump off this thing and they'll catch you. It's like, nope, not going to do that either. 
And then finally, the devil's like, hey, I get it. You're not going to do all this stuff that I'm telling you to do, but let me make you a deal. And he's like, look at all the things that I have. And he's saying, this is proof right here in verses 8 and 9, that the devil or the evil one rules and reigns over this world that we live in today. And even back then in this time, the devil has ownership of all of these kingdoms of the world. And he says to Jesus, all these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. And that kind of draws a line in the sand. And Jesus is like, away with you, Satan. Get out of here. You're a loser. And uh, that kind of ends the discussion. And then angels come down and minister to Jesus. And that's kind of significant because um, if you go to Hebrews, Hebrews 1, verses 14, there's a little bit more to this, but uh, it says, Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? And uh, that's kind of talking about, if you, go, if you read that whole chapter, chapter 1, it kind of describes how the angels view Jesus and how Jesus like basically won his inheritance by what he went through here on earth and uh, how he sits at the right hand and angels worship him basically constantly. And that's kind of what happens here is that Jesus kind of proves himself, I think. And these angels come down and like minister him, pump him up. They give him like a pep talk, like, hey man, like you're doing awesome. Like that was really hard. Super impressed. You are like the son of God. You're doing great so far. Keep up the good work type of thing. Um, They're probably not saying that type of stuff, but that's kind of what I uh, imagine it being like. And um, so, yeah, I guess that's about it with that. But it's really curious to think that the evil one rules and reigns here. And it's clearly evident because Satan was offering it to Jesus. Like, hey, I'll give all this stuff to you. I'll give the world to you. I have it. It's in my possession. They, they worship me. And if you worship me, they'll worship you. I'll give it to you. And Jesus is like, nope. I know what's going to happen. You're going to be the forever loser. I'm sticking with my father, not you. And uh, kind of puts him in his place. But uh, it just kind of... With the state of the world and everything and how things are, and just lately, um, all the evil that is present and that we can see, because evil exists um, all across the world, and there's a lot of terrible things that happen. And um, I think that's why there's so much suffering and stuff in the world is because of the evil one, and that he rules and reigns, and we choose to let him do that to us. When we have all the information that we need to not allow that suffering to uh, bring us down. Uh, we, we can allow that suffering to actually make us better. And as long as we stay rooted in the word and stay close to Jesus and God and have that proper relationship established, then the suffering doesn't matter. The pain doesn't matter. Uh, it only makes us stronger. It only gets, it only grows our relationship more and we get deeper into the word through the struggles. Um, 
So that's all I got about that. Uh, just some interesting stuff about this world and that Jesus kind of got a little pep talk, I think, after his temptations in the desert with Satan. Um, so with that being said, thanks for listening, and I will catch you next time.